Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 262 of this Daily Study Podcast. Uh, yes, we uh, didn't have an episode yesterday. Um, it was fully conference focused yesterday as well as a bit of a rest um, as well. So uh, we won't be fit, uh, having the episode from yesterday. Um, it's happened a few times in the year where we missed a day uh, and I hope you forgive that. But uh, yeah, I was just focusing on conference and reflecting on those messages and um, it was just a nice time to spend with family as well, um, focused on the conference um, messages too. So uh, what we'll do today uh, is we'll have our regular Monday episode. So we'll begin first of all with thanking listeners uh, for any comments or emails that I've sent. Uh, always appreciate uh, like comments on the Facebook group or emails uh, which share your thoughts about what you've studied. Uh, it just gives me a little bit of a, a insight into what you're learning as well. In this fantastic week of study, we had a few comments uh, from a couple of listeners. Uh, one of them mentioning about how in Isaiah 53, where we read about the song of the suffering servant, uh, that the Saviour, uh, the, the listener says, all the pain uh, and suffering he went through, he did selflessly. Sometimes I need to step back and think, why is someone acting the way they are suffering this way? Are they suffering on the inside and cannot control what is going on and feel out of their depth? I thought it was a really fascinating insight and a really important one as well, because it's true that obviously the Saviour took upon himself all this suffering, which means that, you know, we do not understand how people feel, but the Saviour does. And so we ought to give other people the benefit of the doubt, um, treat them as the Saviour would treat them with with perfect love um, and mercy um, and because we do not know exactly what they feel like or what they've been through with without any judgment on our part. Uh, and I think that that is a really important insight. Uh, so that was fantastic. Uh, and the other thing we're going to talk about in this episode today, of course, must be um, conference. Um, so many wonderful messages. And I didn't want to jinx it as, I, as we were going through the weekend. So I didn't say this right until the end. Uh, well, this is the first time I'm actually saying it. Uh, but it's the first time since October 2020 uh, that I haven't spent it in the hospital with with one of my children. You would think that it would be my son at um, both the th- three conferences since then that uh, that I would be in the hospital with him. But actually, it was with my daughter uh, in October 2021. Uh, so, yeah, first time since October 2020 that uh, I've been able to enjoy all the messages of conference at home Um so managed to listen to all of them, which was um, the first time since October 2020 with all the moving around and, and the distracting things with hospital and things like that. So I'm just going to pick out a few um, talks that stood out uh, to me personally. Uh, I may have missed um, a, a good focus on a couple because there was things going on at home. So I'll review those ones again. But if you want to share any uh, talks that uh, stood out to you and any messages that you took from them, then please do email um, session at gmail.com or uh, share it on the Facebook group uh, on the post that I'll hopefully uh, get around to posting after this has been recorded. So, um, and it'd be great to hear what you've learned or any uh, messages that stood out to you so we can share them in next week's podcast but um, on Monday. But anyway, uh, firstly... Um, 
And again, if I don't speak about any um, here, it's because I've, one, not got time to speak about all of them, and two, these are just the ones that stood out to me individually, personally, uh, very much. And so um, if you had a talk that stood out to you uh, on a deeper level, then then of course, please do share it. Elder Dietrich Uchtdorf, his talk, I thought was fascinating, talking about our standards and about how they help us stand out in the world how the Saviour wants us to be seen by us as he sees us um, and how he would want us to act. And this led, of course, to the an unveiling of the new FSY, not the new F, uh, yeah, for the new For Strength of Youth uh, booklet, uh, which I had a quick look at, actually, uh, during the session. And it really is very different. And so if you haven't had a chance yet, I'd fully recommend you go have a look at that. Very much based, as he said, on principles now. There is very little in there that says, don't do this or don't do those things, or you must do these things. Uh, it is very much uh, very principle-based. Um, and it's fascinating to see that. Um, so, yeah, have a look. It's really interesting. Uh, Sister Tracy Y. Browning. Now, this one, this talk got a lot of love uh, on the on Twitter. And um, I I didn't manage to listen to all of it completely uh, with complete focus. But again, just uh, seemed to be a fantastic personal message uh, about her conversion, which I thought was fascinating. Out of Delgy Renland, I really liked his, this talk uh, about understanding the potential of the Holy Ghost and how the Holy Ghost uh, in our lives has a huge amount of potential, but we need to be living and doing certain things to be able to have the full effect of it and it made me really want to try and reflect on what can I do to bring an added portion of the Holy Spirit into my life. President Russell M. Nelson uh, closed the first session of conference which is unusual he usually opens uh, the, the, the Saturday morning session so when that was announced by President Oaks I thought oh is there something happening what's going on and in a way I think that was done purposefully uh, to make the message of his talk really hit home uh, and that was about abuse was the main thing that stood out um, right at the start he was very specific and direct about making sure that it, it was in no uncertain circumstances uh, or no uncertain terms uh, that this message of the church is that abuse is not um, is not acceptable at all in the eyes of the Lord and anyone that engages in it will have to suffer the the mortal, the worldly consequence, as well as the eternal, the spiritual. Uh, and I think that was interesting, particularly with um, you know recent events. Uh, so that was a, an interesting message, but a really powerful one as well. Saturday afternoon session, um, President M. Russell Ballard spoke about footsteps of faith, uh, speaking about the pioneers. I thought that was a nice message. But Sister Kristen M. Yee, spoke about healing, uh, and I thought this was a really beautiful talk, along with President Paul V. Johnson's, whose message was kind of hit home a little bit, considering how much he spoke about his grandson and um, bone marrow transplants and his condition of the blood, which he had. I mean, obviously, for, for clear reasons, that hit quite home with me and my and my wife. Um, but both their talks, Sister Yee and President Johnson, uh, um, Elder Johnson, Sorry, I'm saying President Johnson because uh, he did, he came to visit the Manchester stake when I was uh, what, what, when I've been serving uh, with the state presidency 
and he was the president of the Europe area. So we refer to him as President Johnson, but uh, Elder Johnson uh, of the 70, he is of the presidency of the 70 now, though, of course. Uh, but both of them speaking about really personal um, applications of the healing of the atonement. Uh, I, I thought that his um, analogy of his grandson and his other grandson's blood healing his other grandson was really fascinating. So two fantastic messages there. Uh, Elder Ulysses Suarez, um, I thought that was a really interesting talk about marriage and about the partnership in the home. And I thought that it was interesting because as we heard in the last conference, over half of the membership of the church is single. So, you know, I think some people will not have felt that necessarily applied, but um, he did refer to single members at the end, which I thought was, in, was useful and powerful. Uh, but I just really liked the message. Um, out of George F. Zabalos, um, speaking about anti, anti, that there are no anti-seismic structures, but seismic resistant. And I, and I thought it was nice, but then at the end, when he applied it to how these anti uh, these uh, seismic resistant buildings um they will never stand perfectly tall or perfectly without blemish uh, throughout their their standing i thought that was really useful uh, for all of us because we want to be seismic resistant we want to be resistant to the the, the influences of the world uh, but sometimes we we falter and we might have cracks or um broken furniture appear because we are not anti um anti-seismic but seismic resistant but those things can be fixed along the way we can still stand tall i really liked that and then elder christopherson spoke about the doctrine of belonging which i thought was really nice about how um about how we should be looking out and 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 including and welcoming anyone uh, to the gospel of jesus christ um i've only gone through two sessions and uh lo and behold, uh, it's 10 minutes in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to merge this into um, episode 263 as well. And there's your two episodes, um, the one that we missed yesterday. So we'll carry on. Uh, Saturday evening session, Bishop, Bishop Corset, uh, excellent talk on stewardship. Uh, I really like the principle of stewardship and how uh, the reminder that all things belong to God. Uh, we have to honor our stewardship and that we need to, particip to participate in the work of creation using our talents uh, and, I, and I had the idea of kind of list, trying to list what my stewardships are. And I encourage you to do that. Uh, it's a useful exercise um, into what we need to take care of and what we need to be accountable for. And he said about giving an accounting at the end of our lives about our stewardship. And I want to try and do that on a daily basis because I hate trying to have to do that over an entire lifetime. So I want to try and daily do that. So I'm doing it as I go along uh, and so I can keep my, my thoughts on that. Sister Michelle D. Craig, um, excellent talk about discipleship through difficulties. Uh, and I thought that, again, this message, which seemed to crop up quite a bit about being strong, seeking the Lord, asking for his help through difficult things, uh, I thought was, again, another another powerful message there by her. Uh, the next one that stood out to me was Elder Neil L. Anderson, which, um, similar to the message by Elder Ruckdorf about standards and how the Lord wants to see us, um, he was talking about covenants and standards and how um, the wheat and the tares are growing together in today's world. world and um, our standards allow us 
uh, allow the Holy Ghost to be ever present in our lives, and we need that presence to sanctify, to cleanse, to direct us. Um, it, we can be directed uh, by the Holy Ghost, um, even if we don't have the gift of the Holy Ghost. But having the gift of the Holy Ghost invites the opportunity for this cleansing agent to be with us too, which we sorely need. So I thought that was a, an excellent message. We get into the Sunday morning session and uh, Elder Holland. <laughs> Elder Holland's talk was actually what the one that I missed the most uh, out of all the messages because uh, my children, our children were watching with us and they wanted us, because we had to pick, uh, we, because we had a couple of errands to run um, just before the conference started, then we had our dinner as the conference began. And then our children wanted us to kind of set up these bowls that we generally do where if a word is said, then they get to get a little a little small treat out of that bowl, which has the word next to it. Um, out, of, out of interest, by the way, uh, we did four bowls because I was rushing about and we didn't have very much in. And so we said that four bowls would be faith, repentance, baptism and, and Holy Ghost. Um, one, so that we could teach and remind them of those important four principles and ordinances, but also because our daughter is getting baptised this month. So um, that is uh, that was a useful teaching moment. But... I missed most of Holland's talk, which I was disappointed about, because I, from what I did hear, he was addressing the issue of why we don't use the cross as a symbol of our church, which I thought would have been interesting to read. But I'll I'll catch that either later on YouTube, as it's already on YouTube, all these talks. Um, but also there is um, the, the the message will come out later in the week too. Um, Sister J. Annette Dennis, a beautiful talk about charity and the importance of charity and love. I thought that was a, a lovely message. And uh, Elder David A. Bednar then stood out to me. Um, along with President Russell M. Nelson, both were very powerful talks to end that session of the conference. Both of them focused on overcoming the world. Uh, that was obviously uh, President Nelson's message, but also Elder Bednar's along with that in terms of we need to look at what we're spending our time doing <laughs> and we need to prepare now for the second coming of the Saviour. Um, but the only way that we can make sure that we are prepared um, and is to act now, work today, put on our beautiful garments today, build our strength through our covenants and connection with the Lord and help these covenants, allow these covenants to help us to conquer and overcome the world. Uh, I just saw that together they were powerful talks uh, and ones which would, uh, which will help us to remember to act now uh, to, to do what the Saviour would have us do. So, uh, Sunday afternoon session then, some more excellent talks. Uh, I, liked, I liked Elder, jo Elder Jonathan S. Smith's talk. As soon as he started talking about how when he partakes of the sacrament, he likes to think about which of Jesus' names should he take upon himself. Uh, because, of course, that's what we promised to do, is to take upon us the name of Christ. And then you think about all the names, the hundreds of names that Christ has. Um, I thought that was a really nice thing to do, a nice exercise to, to take undertake. And if you are someone who struggles to focus on something um, important or specific during the sacraments, I mean, what I tend to do is uh, read the sacrament hymn that we've just sung. It helps me to focus my mind. But I like this idea as well of kind of studying the names of Christ beforehand and then picking uh, three names that I want to focus on that week uh, to become more like Christ. I just thought it was a really nice thing to suggest. Um, Elder Gary E. Stevenson, uh, speaking about uh, how to nourish uh, and how to grow and strengthen our testimony and share it. I thought that was a, a lovely love sharing fight message, uh, which was given. And then Elder Isaac K. Morrison, 
this was um, again a, very, a message which hit home. I think with, with me certainly. Uh, he spoke about their eighteen-month-old son, how he was serving as a uh, state president at the time, uh, how he had been ministering to the people, he was doing the work, and then their children went out to go play. When he returned home. Uh, his wife suggested that uh, he go check on the children. She she felt something was wrong, but he said, no, they're okay. I can, we can hear them. They're fine. <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, being being real here, uh, I can imagine me saying um, if that was the case. I don't know if I wouldn't not go check them, though. That, that's uh, It's obviously a circumstance that um, was horrible, um, and um, we don't know how we would act in, the, in that situation, but it did remind me about the importance of one, as he said, listening to our wives, uh, but two, also listening to any promptings uh, that uh, that have been received. Uh, and so, yeah, that was, um, it, it hit home. And just to very briefly share, because the day that our son was, di- well, he wasn't diagnosed on that day, but the day that he went into the hospital and then the following day was diagnosed, um, my my wife said to me, we need to take him in. And I Yes, <laughs> like Elder Morrison was saying, he's okay, I'm sure he's fine. Well, he, because he had seen the doctor a couple of weeks previously, they had said that they were going to do a blood te- check, a blood test, and they would book that in. And I said, oh, they're going to do a blood test. We'll, we'll, they'll, they'll find out, I'm sure he'll be fine. But then she was like, no, we're taking him, in, taking him in. And of course, he was diagnosed the next day. So yes, actually, that did quite hit home, that message. Um, but the importance of following the promptings of the Spirit and acting. Um, and to trust the Lord, even in difficult, harsh conditions, uh, to know that he can support and help us. And then finally, President Russell M. Nelson um, shared uh, a nice extract from the Book of Mormon videos, the, the new series that's coming out, and then focused on the, very much on the temple, how the Saviour appeared to the Nephites at the temple, and he announced 18 new temples, which is huge. He's announced... <laughs> He's announced 118 temples since he since he was called as president of the church um, in 2018. So within four years, well, I guess it's five years, like five full years of conferences, he's announced uh, 18 uh, new temples, which is astounding and, and wonderful. Uh, and a little emotional, uh, he, shared, he, he was at the end as well, which uh, we I thought was interesting. So we'll see how things go over the next six months, but... Uh, thank you very much for listening today. That's kind of my roundup of uh, conference messages that stood out to me. Which messages stood out to you? Any that I have mentioned, any I've not mentioned? Uh, it'd be lovely to hear kind of your uh, thoughts and uh, feelings from conference. There's obviously a few things in the conference messages that I felt by the Spirit and that I wanted to try and work on. And I won't be sharing those, but I did like how President Nelson in his last message at the last at the end of the conference made specific reference to any recorded notes that we've made and asked us to follow through with those, uh, which isn't always said. So I thought that was an interesting uh, invitation to us and one that we need to act on and to overcome. And as we go through today on Monday to overcome the world. So thank you so much for joining us and join us tomorrow uh, where we will begin our final week of the book of Isaiah in our Come Follow Me study. Thank you so much for joining us. And until we meet again.